Hey everybody, welcome to Dialect Choices Podcast again, like on purpose and stuff. When was the last on podcast? Purpose. Was that the one where we everyone gets mad at me even uh, though I behaved the way that everyone knew I would based on <laughs> pattern recognition? <laughs> it was. It was the fucking the showcase two weeks ago. Yeah. Let's show yeah. let's show Keith a bunch of AAA trailers and then be like, oh my god, he didn't like them. Shock. <laughs> let's all get angry again. Hey. Just like last time. I must say, I was a little really, surprised by the comments. I was apparently disrespectful really to game developers or something, and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Do you know who's disrespectful <laughs> to game developers? They're bosses. <laughs> the AAA yeah. industry fucks game developers more than me being like, oh, the thing they made is bad. Especially since the people yeah. making it know that the thing they're making is kind of bad half the time, because they're being made to do it by the bosses that are overworking them. But sure, mm -hmm. act like you're standing up to, against me on their behalf. I'm the problem. <laughs> I still can't believe my prediction of, oh, this is just for sh for uh, shareholders. I still can't believe that prediction held up. I didn't say it like with any foresight or knowledge. Like I didn't think I was saying anything too, too like wise. But then rewatching that podcast at the beginning, I was like, wait a minute. Who's this Colonel guy saying, spitting all the truth right here? <laughs> <laughs> I like that immediately. In all, because there's always sides. Everything gets turned into sides. So the when people are mad at me, they immediately like get really. They're really happy with you immediately because they're like, ah, oh, see, he's the he's the, he's the, he's like sane by comparison. Like, look how much he says nice things occasionally. Even though like half the time you were you you were like not in favor of almost anything in that entire presentation. <laughs> yes. And even the ones you kind of more. almost praised, you then talk shit about later. But like, yeah. But I was there's just more, like a, more... there's like a tone difference or something. So they did divide yeah. a line, and you're like the positive cherub enjoying the entire show suddenly, <laughs> which is like a bizarre mischaracterization of the entire actual podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't I didn't say anything counter to that narrative that people had built up on the comments because <laughs> I I was enjoying the limelight. Hell, look at that <laughs> Colonel RPG being the people are complimenting the... me. Nice. They never do that in my comments. <laughs> Damn. You'll get comments Got someday. Someday. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Question I, from yeah. Amit oh, Bar. Yes. Uh, I'm a fan of your content and catching up on the podcast. Which comic book games do you like and what do you think makes them good? Ooh, comic Which? book games. I don't know if I can think of a single comic book game. I can oh. think of Spider-Man. Walking Dead. I liked Walking, oh, Walking Dead. Dead. Walking Dead. And given that it's uh, entirely a narrative comic book game, it just means they just had to understand the tone and themes and premise of the thing they were adapting and do a good job at that, which I don't know if they do it all the way through because I've only played the first two seasons. Uh, I fell behind and... Then at some point it's like, well, like maybe I'll do them for the channel or something, uh, but like they they were good at adapting like the uh, the generational nature to Walking Dead because like Walking Dead is specifically interesting because of the like the the long tail of it. It's the it's the uh, it's that dynamic where every zombie story is about the apocalypse happening pretty much, and either everybody dies or the apocalypse is solved usually, or there's some sort of like bittersweet or just straight up like dreadful negative ending of like. But the world's fucked. Roll credits. Uh, but Walking Dead is a show that skips the apocalypse and everything's already bad. The protagonist uh, the protagonist is a cop that gets shot. 
and is in a coma. Uh, and he wakes up after the apocalypse has already happened. So he, they literally just skip the apocalypse in that universe. And then instead he's like dealing with the aftermath. But like the overall uh, like premise of Walking Dead is this like the very long tail of the apocalypse and like literally decades passing and generations and so on to the point where the epilogue is the next generation and what the long term future of this world looks like and so on. So I can just see not only from the, the 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 transition from season one to season two of the video game, but also just like seeing the uh, the like splash art for season three and four where she's like raising the kid that she that was the baby in season two and so on. It's like and and, and like Clementine's getting older when she was the kid in the first game and all that. Like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is this is all, this is the right thing. This isn't like a say the walking dead phone game where you're <laughs> building some kind of base full of like gotcha upon collectible characters from the show or whatever the fuck <laughs> like is the gotcha an abbreviation of gachapon i think because i don't even know what gachapon means i don't but... know speak weeb what is the answer <laughs> oh gachapon Oh, it's, I, 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 mean, I thought gotcha. yeah, I thought it was Gachapon, but I guess it's Gachapon, which is I guess what they call the capsule machines that you pay like a yeah, quarter for, well, which is the same premise oh, basically. Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, those are the, those are randomized is prize just... machines. Yeah, yep, yep. I was right and wrong. What about you, Andrew? What's your favorite comic book game? Hoonie Pop. Uh, it's not a Dude, comic. Uh, he just wants to hit you with that whenever he can. I don't know what I. You know what? Probably, um, to uh, 2010 maybe. What's mm. oh, I'm trying to think of like, what was the last time I had fun with a comic book game? Probably that like what, crap? What is the uh, what is that Hulk game from like 2010 or something? Oh, I wouldn't know. There um, was like some Incredible Hulk video game that came after that really awful Incredible one Hulk you, movie. The one that was basically the style of uh of prototype. I was yeah, like running up sort skyscraper of, yeah. walls and yeah, yeah, jumping yeah. through the air and shit. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah, it's like one. it's like the, I think it's I yeah. think it's just the Incredible Hulk, like based on Ang Lee's Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk 2008 uh, is the the game. I yeah. really liked Prototype yeah, that back was in fun. the day. Uh, I like the idea. Like nothing, it felt genuine. Like it felt like I was a Hulk. I could just pick up a car, jump in the air, and throw that car halfway through a city. Like yeah, that sounds like a Hulk thing. Like it just it it had a really good. People always say like the Spider-Man games, like you feel like Spider-Man. Like this game made you feel like the Hulk, and so I was like, "Yeah, cool. That's what I wanted." Man, <laughs> I am Spider-Man. You mentioned uh, you mentioned no one prototype. liked it. Apparently, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the reviews of this game. Everybody's oh, no. like, "Yeah, Oof. like five, like three out of five. Uh, <laughs> I think thirty-three Jesus, out of a hundred in Metacritic. Yeah, thirty-three out of a hundred on Metacritic. Yeah." <laughs> Wow. Not great, but you, you know what? That's probably because everybody was in 2008, you had so much better games to play. So I imagine why you'd be upset about this, right? Like these. I like vaguely feel like are... I remember it being kind of okay, but I don't really remember. 
I liked I liked prototype, it wasn't, so I didn't like, really have a reason to play the Hulk game based on the bad movie. Prototype I can tell you the incredible prototype, right? Yeah, it was 2009. Uh, according to Wikipedia, I'm, I don't never, I'm not usually like lot. finger on the pulse. Man, gotta get right on it. There's oh yeah, I did come out a year games. later. So. Damn, the Incredible mm. Hulk paving the way for information <laughs> video games. The thing yeah. about Prototype, though, is that it felt like a... I don't know if it's in the name, if it's because of the name, the way I'm... I'm <laughs> you're about to analogy. do the game develop, the game reviewer thing where you're like, <laughs> this more like this game needed a prototype. <laughs> no, no, it felt like a tech demo. Like, the best part of the game were, were uh, was just things that... It was the moment-to-moment gameplay. It wasn't really like the story or the missions or even like the exploration. It was just fun to move around. Like it felt like a tech demo. Yeah, isn't that what and you the, want? The, well, yeah, but the problem is that it's not they, for like pro- ten hours. Yeah, it, by the end you're just sort of the game is making you do all these things, and you're sort of just sort of exhaust like yeah, the, it's like the it's, taste. That I get it. It's why I didn't like the Spider-Man games for PS. The playstation spider those fancy new ones yeah, i don't like those because it it's yeah i think that's why i don't care about them is because i'm like i already played prototype I'm, i did it yeah i don't need like again exactly <laughs> i didn't even yeah. play prototype, prototype 2. 2 i don't want like yeah they made prototype 2 and i was like who cares i don't care about like the spider-man games i'm like i, I i've been here i did this i played it no, like a made, lot like i don't need they made prototype further 2, adventures they? yeah they did they did. They yeah. did. Yeah. The point is that like he already did all of the movement tech in Prototype, so why bother with any other game that does just the exact mm-hmm. same movement? Yeah, tech? it's like the Ubisoft like, approach yeah. of like, hey, we made a pretty fun game where you hop around in like in like ancient world and you do this and you stab people in the neck with a missing finger and all that. And they're like, what if there was like twenty of these? I'm like, well, no. <laughs> but I think I played it. Yeah. It works better. It works better. Hey, for you're Assassin's like, what? Creed, you do- does it? It is more. Because it's more based on the puzzles of climbing. It's not really that much of a puzzle, but still, the climbing thing is a. Uh, even though, we, like, if you're playing all Assassin's Creed back to back, you're just gonna, you're you're gonna explode because it's just so much. But the memories that I that I remember of Assassin's Creed is like trying to figure out how to get up to top the top of a building or out of the area of the city that I'm in, going up this or going up that. So there's more of an involvement of it rather than just the prototype. The, my memories were like, I press this button to go up buildings and then I press this one to punch things into the air or this one to grapple this and all that. I don't remember exactly the controls, but the memories were, the memories that remain with me is just like, oh, this is really fun on the second to second. And Assassin's Creed isn't fun on the second to second. It's fun with the strategy and the sort of like, it's different. You know what I mean? To the point where the combat just feels like when you're in combat, it feels like a completely different game because it, well, it's the, well, it, it used to be the, the whole Batman Arkham Asylum, which incidentally is my favorite comic book uh, game. It's not really a comic book, but you know, that property. It we is. Got the, the, we right? got to the That's answer that. eventually. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Although I wish it wasn't because it, it also is the kind of game that, they took out the whole all the wrong lessons yeah they made a fucking open world one i'm like that's not what was good about the first game at all what the fuck and then the game then the franchise kept going in that direction so i'm like i'm not i didn't even finish uh, arkham city and like true to form every time i don't like something everyone's like wow that was way better make more of that and like i i I don't understand gamers (laughs) why do y'all like open world so fucking much it's like a fucking 
blank flat thing where they can just do anything like they don't have to like have any real design concepts they just have a big open map and you just like make your own fun <laughs> and then like sometimes it works though how did we all not but get it bored doesn't of work gta for 3 for... like 20 years ago oh I, I actually don't think that gta games are a good example of open worlds they at least have systems there's like yeah you you can fuck That's... around in gta 3 in a way yeah. that you can't really in most open world games like Ghost of Tsushima isn't like, oh man, I went joyriding and I activated the wanted system and now the whole Tokugawa army's after me. It's not with the plot of that game. But <laughs> but like it's like yeah. it's like, no, I, I can just do I, all I can do is walk around and complete objectives or not complete objectives. That's that's your freedom in most open world mm -hmm. games. You can complete yeah. one of the many tasks or stare or at the game, I guess. <laughs> I really I've spent many, many hours enjoying GTA games. Uh, over the years and I, I i can't fault the franchise for not giving me fun times but i think the there there's a fundamental problem to its open world which a lot of people can see through and see past and i have in the past uh, and probably i would if i were to play a game right now which is you have the whole being on foot and driving a car and those are so different gameplay styles that you have to mix in the same map that it feels it feels counterproductive. It feels like the game is fighting itself, and so you're you're. Uh, I think I think GTA Four fixed that problem a little bit in in comparison to what GTA San Andreas in particular um, had, which I think GTA San Andreas is the worst of the series in that regard. Even though it is my favorite GTA, uh, which is like the difference oh, of of uh, the pacing difference when you're on foot and when you're on in a car is so different, and the map is so big that like you're there's a lot of boring stuff in, in gta san andreas because of that duality of the gameplay where whereas if you play for example driver san francisco which is an amazing open world game or um the last burnout game that i uh, burnout burnout paradise i think it was uh in terms of racing games those open world the, those that's open the one i don't know yeah, they, if it was this podcast or some other context but i was trying to remember what the big oh, yeah i think it was during the uh, discussion of the racing game last time I was like, what's the oh. big open world fucking racing thing that's not fuel? <laughs> Burnout oh, Paradise yeah, is like oh, the, the universally like praised one. I'm just, I'm good. just repeating yeah. other people's opinions because yeah. I don't care about racing games. Burnout Paradise it, is great. Um, but I, I think San Burnout Francisco, Paradise. Driver San Francisco is better. <laughs> and and it, it's like a similar is game. It, is that the one where you where you play as Vin Diesel and your brain can jump? You can your spirit can possess yes. other cars. Yes, it is so fun. It is it's a fun game even without that. But then it, it you can just make up <laughs> but then scenarios that happens by driving. It's absurd. It is it's such a, like there's a famous YouTube video explaining that game because apparently you can't buy it anymore. Um, so you need to get it without paying for it. It's my suggestion. Um, but uh, it's it's a weird what game. What could that, that mean? Got. Would you like to tell us all about your piracy. phony? <laughs> it's, it's piracy. I'm talking about piracy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, the, yeah basically, they, they removed that game from all stores, which is bonkers. But, well, I guess you're supposed, to, I suppose if you're they, playing it on the console, license die. It's probably yeah, it probably has to do with like the songs for, that the radio has and stuff like that. For Burnout Paradise? No, no, no. For uh, Driver San Francisco. Oh, oh, Jarvis. God, keep up. Oh, yeah. It may, 
It could just be like the lack of distribution. Like, so somebody could buy. It's like you can't buy Gex anymore. Uh, yeah, that sucks. So at some point, more like at some point, it's just go. like, yeah, right? Yeah, but who knows? And apparently, it's like because it's not maintained, it's not. It doesn't play well in newer system, in newer computers, and stuff like that. So that's a problem. But I, I, I remember having a lot of fun with the open world because you never like are on foot and like everything is designed to be driven around and you controlling all the cars and all that. And it's just like, because the game is focused on that, it allows to, it allows for an open world that is a little bit better or that in that case is really fun, but um, that is like immediately better than any GTA world can be because like there's no shooting or anything. So you just don't need to design for that. And it's just, yeah, but GTA can be fun. It's just, and it is fun, but it, yeah. I think people, that, could it be that people just misattribute the reason why they have fun? That's the, an age-old story, isn't it? That's people elitist. That, How could you say that? <laughs> How is that elitist? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like you the need to reaffirm That's or a, reassess your, I've heard uh, that more than once. Wow. place in society. The elitism yeah what of, i'm saying uh, what i'm saying is people what i'm saying is people don't know why they have fun is what i'm saying yeah it sounds a and little you conceited. know better why they have fun so they should listen to you it's not elitist it's conceited learn your words <laughs> that's being elitist what i just did <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there you go yeah check check your privilege i'm above you i can tell you how you're having fun or not <laughs> Uh, well, the thing is, it's not, the thing is, you're not, it's not, I think, I think it is conceded to say it, but I'm not denying that, but it, uh, it's also testable because you're not really telling people that they're having fun because of this while they're having fun. You're contesting their statements based on their personal experience. So after the fact, people who are like GTA sells like hot, uh, like cup, cupcakes, which is the one that it sells like, it's GTA, it sells like GTA. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so a lot of people love the game. And I assume there's a, a, at least there's a more or less large uh, amount of people who pressure other games or other franchises to assume GTA-like qualities because they like GTA. But I think the fun of, of GTA is really the systems are fun. And it doesn't have to be the same systems for you to have fun, but it's, I, I've always, it's, it's the messing around and crashing cars and it's like jumping around and being silly and goofy that's what's fun i feel for me i think people just forget that there used to be higher quality things made in the past like i for look at GTA? gta 4 and yeah well no yeah. i'm saying like you could look at you could look at like gta 3 and go or uh sorry not gta 3 um yeah 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 you, you can look at gta 3 uh, mm -hmm. No, no, you look at GTA 3 and you go like, man, look at the kind of like s complete control you're allowed to have over the world that you're in. You can do so much fun stuff with that game. You can, you can literally, if you know how a mission goes, you can beat that mission just by knowing how that mission goes. You can like put like, uh, you could put bombs on cars that you know people get into because oh. those cars aren't spawned in by the world. They're just always there. The game like, to be you know to be more efficient the game just has a car always sitting there and mm -hmm. if it obviously if it's not there like if it blows up or something 
the the game just goes well the car blew up likewise you could literally just run up to that car and put some mines on it and then go and do the mission and when the guy's like i'm running in my car as soon as he gets in you just blow up the car and boom that's it mission complete you can't do stuff like that in gta 4 you can't do stuff like that in gta 5 you can't do Mm -hmm. stuff like that in most open world games because instead because there's like the process is you want this smooth perfectly clean sanitized experience you want everyone to make sure that they have the exact level of fun that you want them to have like assassin's creed or like i don't know call of duty i guess like the campaign you you don't you don't want any kind of thing that has you don't want to make a game that has unpredictability because if someone doesn't have a good time then that's going to impact you right that impacts your game's score i guess People are like, oh, man, I didn't get to do a fun thing. But if everyone's allowed to have the fun thing, they just have to get to that point. Then it's better. Everyone gets a much better experience. Um, but -hmm. it just, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's boring. I think it's really boring and sanitized that like in Red Dead Redemption, you can't just break into a building, right? You can't just like, oh, I know there's shady business in here. Why can't I just like (laughs) break in? I just take the guard out and go through the door. It's like, no, no, no. You're to go into the building, talk to the guy. The guy will then give you an invite. Then you can go back to that building and then go into the door. It's like, what the fuck's the point? I'm a cowboy. Now I feel like I'm a, a, a civil worker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like you gotta, you just, you have to go and fo- follow the correct paperwork. Make sure and fill out your W-2s and then submit them to your boss. And then you're allowed to go do the job. Like, I don't want, that's not open world. That's, that's not open world to me. Open world is complete freedom in a world. Um, yeah, I, uh, not I just not yeah, like open world now is just it's a big map and you're like, "Oh, okay. Is there anything else in your is there things to do in your big map?" It's like, "Yes, here's a very rigorous itinerary." And you're like, "That <laughs> All right, so it's like you basically you've gave me Disneyland. It down to a series awesome. of tasks that you have to do in the correct order." Yeah, it's like trying to catch it's your, called, your <laughs> it's, you're trying to catch up with your your like fast pass. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> what Andrew is talking about is uh, something called Emergent storytelling, and it's a yep. beautiful thing in video games. It's it's, it's and, the uh, it's to some extent like these kind of, the the sandbox idea of GTA is kind of just for people who haven't discovered immersive Sims yet. The thing is, GTA did start like that. GTA one yeah. and two, they don't have like stuck camp uh, campaigns. You just sort of you can help one person. Like they have campaigns, but it's uh, it's like from factions. So basically, to beat the game, you have to beat the game in one or the other faction and you can mix and match and stuff like that so at least my memory of gta 1 particularly but gta 2 as well it's just like every time i beat the game it was always something completely different the world was totally different there was all these different people that got killed in the process or got whatever thing blown up it usually relied on blowing things up Mm -hmm. um and uh it, it started like that and and then it is it wasn't anymore. It like I think for me, the moment I stopped really have, feeling any great things about GTA was uh, that one moment in the main campaign of GTA Four where I think you're trying to save your cousin or something to that extent, and if you fail the mission, uh, you'll like receive a, a cell phone call and be like, "Oh no, this is, happens." It's like that's a specific moment, and the game gives you a game over screen, and you have to reload. And I'm like, no, tell the story that happens after that. Tell, yeah. t- I, like, no, I lost, but... What, he's not allowed to die, period. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
And GTA 4 has a couple of... Uh, I, I, I really like the expansions. Um, I, I remember the Ballad of the Gay Tony, of Gay Tony was my favorite, I think. But the other one with the bikers was That's pretty the cool one well. that had a penis in it. Oh, penis. Never seen the one before that game. All I remember uh, about that entire <laughs> expansion. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I really, I really like the characters, but probably going back and playing it's probably going to be yikes town. I just I can't, I, again, can't, but... I can't tell you the story of any of the uh, any of the uh, yeah, not really any of the GTA sort of a... expansions. I just it vaguely sort of remember prototype. that the, the previous one had like the motorcycle gang mm-hmm. and uh, like oh, it's within the family, but then like oh, what if you guys fought now? <laughs> and yep. then it's then it's not so in the family or something. Then I, I remember think he the dies one... in the next game. Yeah, I don't. I the thing with the next game is um, I played a little, and the whole thing about changing main characters turned me off completely. So I never actually beat the first game. It's like no, I don't care about these these characters that I don't get to know. Like why why. What is this? Why are you switching characters? Like GTA 4 works well enough, even though it's a boring premise of this person who comes to America and has the, a cousin that's annoying. But it's still the characters that you're dealing with and moving around and learning. That's how you build like a relationship with your main character, not like se- sending getting, you all over town for and leaving. Because like, uh, GTA 5, I think, starts with that asshole from from the desert place. And then immediately switches to. Uh, uh, I think you the dude start that with, lives with his Franklin. Grandmother. Yeah, Frank. No, do you start with Franklin? Fra- I think, you start, Franklin I think the- you start with Franklin, yes. and then you meet the the old. Oh wait, no. You technically you start with the people doing the bank heist in the intro. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. you, but oh, when you yeah, get to yeah, modern yeah. day, you play as Franklin for a while, and then you run into mm-hmm. the uh, the less insane of the two bank heist people, and then get wrapped up in their story, and you get like a third of the way. Are, are like really far into the narrative before something Trevor's introduced and you're like, oh, time to deal with this guy, the character actor from various shows you've seen. Trevor. Trevor's the guy yeah, that, oh, right. kills, that kills the Lost and yeah. Dan guy. That's where I stopped. Did you just call I think Trevor played... a redhead? A redneck. Redhead? Oh, a redneck. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, we I got different, like... We have different memories. <laughs> I, I mean, really maybe didn't... his head's red from all the sun beating down on his bald skin, but yeah, it's uh... a... <laughs> bald skin? bald skin yeah mm. the, uh, I, uh, but, yeah you know. the, that really didn't grab me and I really didn't like the the dude with the yoga thing I was just like oh freaking hell I forget his name but you know the, the Tony Soprano kind of character yeah it's just yeah. he's being emasculated by his wife getting cucking him narrative <laughs> he liked it that's the yeah, that's probably I did, the camera I don't even remember that what the stories were about. It just felt like, because that's the thing. You to make a good GTA game in it, actually any open world game where you spend a lot of time just faffing about and not like engaging directly with the storyline. To make and a good one and faffing. <laughs> the, the to make a good one, all you have to do is just freaking have a same a single main character, and then you don't really focus on the main character because it's about all the characters that you meet. You can have all the stories that you t- that you have anyway. Just like, but the, moving around the main characters means that you're going to be focusing on your own character and just getting to know them. And it's like, oh, I don't like it at all. That's uh, like, imagine Assassin's Creed 1 was, spoilers for Assassin's Creed 1, by the way, 
uh, imagine the Assassin's Creed one was actually 50% in, in uh, I don't remember the name of the town. In Egypt? No, it wasn't Egypt. It was Middle East, right? It was somewhere was in it there, Turkey? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, imagine it was yeah, 50% it was a... there. Another 50% with with the like the modern day person just moving around and doing things like you know normal like storytelling life but... ago yeah so assassin's yeah, creed one was in uh what was that but it was 90 percent in the animus in the in the middle east town so you just learned the story of altair not the story of the modern day altair reincarnation person so like it was fun, it, it, like, and the game at the end was like, "Oh, there's more to come," and I'm like, "I know there's more to come. It's a Ubisoft property. Of course, there's going to be an Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, it looks like it takes place in two places: Masyaf, which is uh, I don't actually know where that is. Where is Masyaf? Masyaf is apparently uh, Syria, so it's in Western Syria, and then you go to Jerusalem. Yeah, but that's for the ending only. Jerusalem is like yeah, the ending. But I meant like so you spend most of your time in Syria and then you just head off to Jerusalem afterwards. So those are the mm -hmm. two locations in Assassin's Creed One. And interestingly enough, I uh, my last memories of Assassin's Creed was that one game where you do play a lot more in the modern day. At the end of the game, basically, there's a big scene. Isn't that three. Are you sure? It might have been. I thought it was four actually. Oh, maybe it's four. I don't. I couldn't tell you. I'm not. I am definitely not the lore keeper of Assassin's Creed games. Oh, that. Hopefully, like, nobody is because the uh, they, the lore is just contrived for the sake of contrivance. The, I, as far as I'm aware, the game is basically like just a pachinko machine with an apple, and somebody's at the bottom and grabs it, and then somebody else goes, "I want that now," and then it's your turn, your job to get it. So There's the still time, after else can do the, the apple. Thing. Holy crap! I'm pretty sure it's all it, it. It all is about it. Like the whole thing is just about that was... stupid, fucking. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just like it's you're always aliens, man. Yeah. You know, aliens doing yeah. floss dances in their outer ship space is a really compelling story. It's why there's like 15 Assassin's Creed games. And it's the sort of, I, well, I suppose it always started with a, it always started with a very sort of old tropey world building. So it was, it was never going to be like anything too serious, but like, the, oh my uh, God, I was joking. There's actually, there's like 14 Assassin's Creed games. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. What is wrong with how, you people? How did you not know? You think I was I, exaggerating I was at the beginning? Yeah. yeah I thought. I, I thought like yeah I thought you were just no, making a they joke won't stop. like holy shit <laughs> no it's yeah they, oh it's my god Assassin's Creed for days absolutely Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty are both funny because yeah like you just completely stop paying attention to them at some point and then they just but they don't stop so you just look back one day and you're like what the fuck guys Call of Duty for me is the Call of Duty two and Modern Warfare two and that's it I'm good don't need more Call of Duty ever. which one though which one the first ones. <laughs> It's so, it hurts and me a little just, bit. That's just yeah, their mainline games. There's multiple fucking Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2s. It's like, the whole point of adding the subtitle was to specify which one you meant. And now that's not specific anymore. Because you're like, what if there was multiple of the same subtitle with the same number? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if you fucking stopped? 
That is impressive. About- I am I'm I'm confused about what the what what's the compelling draw to Assassin's Creed games? What is it that makes you go, "Oh yeah, finally." What like some quality entertainment after like the 12th game. So They're easy like to finish- play in 3D. They're uh they allow for a uh, grindy gameplay. And they're open world enough that it you can just spend as much time as you want or not, and still have a good amount of, t- of fun. And what's funny to me is that the, the story that launched this entire series was awful. Like they spent yes, like I was five gonna, or yeah. six games trying to tell the first opening story and completely fucked it up, like Rise of Skywalker yeah. style. And then they just kept going. <laughs> yes, the, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like the 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 first game was tropey in its approach to sort of religious fiction as it were because religion religion grounds for fiction is a lot of fun uh to for for the uninitiated but it it a lot like it it, the moment you start to be when i say uninitiated is if it's the first time you're seeing like did you know jesus was married there's this book over here that was written in this century that said jesus was married and people like gripped for years on a book but the moment the you get past code. that, yeah, yeah, exactly. The moment you get past that initial hype, uh, like it loses its meaning because it, it, like people just like they stop. It's not about, oh, yeah, well, it's another book saying things instead of instead of uh, uh, what it is, I, the canonical of this one religion, this book or this new fiction over here says, oh, what if it was aliens instead? So. But the thing about religious, the, the, well, I suppose there's a term, but for historians, the, the thing about the study of religion is is really about, uh, like, it's things like the, uh, what's the name of that, um, the the Gospel of Judah, I think it was the, uh, found in uh, the 70s and was released, like, 10 years ago. And it was, like, just, uh, it's agnostic. Uh, it's not agnostic, but gnostic. It's a gnostic type of um of uh like christianity, a, like, like, early like christianity. a brunch <laughs> i don't know what is what is a brunch what no i know nosh. what a brunch is <laughs> no no no. it's just a type of uh <laughs> it's basically papers or not paper it was a gospel uh it was basically holy books from specific sects of christianity early christianity and if you're if you look at that like assassin's creed looks at it and it's just like oh there's proof that it was actually aliens or something but the fun part of it is is less trying to come up with what it actually was, but rather reassessing the beliefs that people hold rather than necessarily... It doesn't have to be your beliefs, but it could be your beliefs as well if you're a uh, Christian. But if this is fiction, like you shouldn't play necessarily around with the trust that people are going to be Christian and playing Assassin's Creed. It's just like, but you can you can have endless sort of like this sort of reassessment and be like, oh, did you know that this people, oh, these people, like imagine, um, imagine uh, the the reveal of Assassin's Creed One. Oh, a spoiler for Assassin's Creed One. The reveal of Assassin's <laughs> Creed One is that the Pope holds um, like this world creating sort of artifact, and uh, and it, like it's super powerful and whatnot. But that's like a boring thing because it's just like, oh, this super important person in the church has a powerful artifact and it's magical <laughs> like it doesn't actually i don't that's, i might be that's, missing a, that's, a, that's hyper original storytelling i don't know what you're talking about 
I might be missing the details, but this I, this is the gist of it. But if it were something like um, he holds like uh, something that actually tells the, uh, the 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 story of the the uh, the sort of um, the origins of the Catholic Church in a different light, for example, and it's like, oh, he's this this this. It could be the same MacGuffin. It doesn't. It's not really about the power or what it is that he holds. This apple of whatever. But the MacGuffin, instead of being like, oh, no, he's actually really powerful, it would be like, oh, he's he's the story that he tells of his own uh, church is different from what it actually happened. That sort of story is more fun because it allows you to tell to then go back and tell those stories and tell what it actually, you know, sort of recontextualize in more and more ways. And it, it, it allows for building a setting and Assassin's Creed does the, do that every once in a while, but it just keeps falling back. The endings of Assassin's Creed, they keep falling back on the same tropes of being like, oh, no, it's actually super powerful. The assassins were actually this or the, the, the Templars were actually that or whatever. I, don't, I, I, haven't, I haven't played since Assassin's Creed 4, so I don't. And it's been a while. <laughs> it's probably it's the just best. like ah, tropey after trope. It's just. Ah. I just. Shame. I find it hilarious that. Uh. I find it hilarious that uh, over the entire course so far up to today or when last year, as of October 2020, uh, the entire franchise itself has sold over 155 million copies. And Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold 23% of that alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is the Deluxe the one for the... <laughs> for the switch uh yeah yeah wow that is a it's lot just, that's a lot i can't believe that like nintendo I, look is i don't powerful. know how math works i'm not very yeah. good at, ma- at like comp at like profit math but i feel like either assassin's creed games must be incredibly cheap to produce or holy shit you guys could make so much more money <laughs> if you just tried on like putting a little bit of effort into something that's crazy. How the hell does 12 games in total sell 155 million copies? That's not good. That is not a good look. That Well, for a AAA I would, company. I, I would not put that on my resume, is what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't, I would not be putting that as CEO. I would not be like, we sold 155 copies of a product after 12 iterations. <laughs> like, uh. Uh, they have uh, okay, so but, they're actually pretty exp- they must be pretty expensive because they have two different studios working on on the main main um well i think what main what series. subsidizes a lot of this is that uh i'm only talking oh, about the main franchise but they have a metric fuck ton of spinoff stuff too yeah so they have books and apps and fucking uh i don't know what else they got what is, what else do they have comics and uh, compilation videos and audio dramas and magazines and board games and blah blah. These blah. are like a, a few of my favorite things. Yeah, it's funny because you say so, subsidized and the, like the two the two studios that make Assassin's Creed are Ubisoft Montreal and Ubisoft Quebec, and both of both of those areas actually pay the salary. Like the governments pay uh, like subsidize the salary of game developers, so that that's why there's so many game developers in in Montreal and. Uh, Toronto and stuff like that. 
I hope that uh, I learned. I think I learned recently from the Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Uh, I was going to say this sounds from, like the yeah. uh, the H Bomber guy video. Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, and hopefully we all learn a lesson and Canada stops paying people to make video games in their country, and we can all move on from having less AAA studios being able to affordably make this constantly. That would be nice. We could just they go would, back to more like I. I would much rather have more cyberpunk games. They wouldn't go for cyberpunk. We'll, they are just. And we would, they were gonna do what the Blizzard is doing with Diablo Immortal and with the Warhammer. That's 3. also good. No, that's also. No, good. I want every AAA studio awful. to either go the Blizzard route of just money, 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 or what's cyberpunk happening with Diablo Immortal? Of, wow, I just vaguely hear people complaining, but I don't. I don't care Diablo about Diablo Immortal. Is Diablo Immortal is an impressive art of capitalistic fucking nightmare fuel. It is basically nothing, but if you want to have fun, open your wallet, chump. Here's a gun in your mouth. It's uh like you it's not, every, it's, every mechanic, every system involved yeah. in the game is monetized in some way. So you want gear, you're gonna have to pay money to get a, a get a totem. That gives you a higher percentage of higher of higher quality loot drops because otherwise you're going to get no good loot drops. And if you don't have good enough loot, then you're going to have a really hard time playing the game. So you need to get that higher loot drop. But in order to do that, you need to go back and play the parts of the game that you can play to get that loot to drop. It's fucking bad. Like it's pay to win gacha sort of yeah. ultra monetized kind of grind but it, game. But it's Diablo. It's the game. So it's. It's a loot based, uh, right? So it's, it's all loot, about yeah, getting better game, loot, yeah. but it's a gotcha game. So it's about using gotcha mechanics to get better loot, which is like, what the fuck are you? What are you doing? You paid it's five dollars so... for a pair of shoes that you have to replace with fucking fifteen dollar pair of shoes, and then a fifty dollar pair of shoes. What? Seriously, at what point? And it's so why, aggressive. Just, just buy shoes. Go outside, buy some shoes, and go on a fucking really hike. Like you would have a much better time, and you would get your money back in return in quality of life compared to fucking goddamn Diablo. Like, it's and the not... thing is, it is just I, Diablo. I want to say that like, I want to. I want to be able to sit here and say, but thankfully, it was a massive failure, and nobody played no, it. But you know, it was not basic pattern was, recognition about gamers tells yeah. me that they're probably playing the fuck out of it even though it's it, yes. the worst thing ever made because them rewarding this exact monetization strategy up till now is why this game is like that because they is, keep so playing games, games like that and giving them more money instead of being like you and then play literally anything else video games there's like infinite choices me, and they choose those ones yeah mm -hmm. video games to me feel like uh feel like reality tv where we all agree like there is just it's a universal i'm not even making this up we all universally agree that reality tv is bad there is no like there's no person that sits there and holds their hand up like actually it's really good it's well quality made entertainment like those aren't real people those are like synthetic <laughs> life forms that have been implanted into our communities <laughs> to try to trick us into thinking that those shows are good those are fucking liars and like all reality tv is fucking garbage but people often watch it to either turn their brains off and not do anything beyond just what is like basically necessary to survive. And two, they do it because other people in their lives are fucking awful and they have to try and interact with them to maintain some social life. So they want to do the things that those people are doing, which is often why gotcha games like survive. 
is, is you'll have these people who are like, let's play together. Let's, let's make a clan or let's do the fun things. And you're it, like, mobile games are always about playing things with other people. And that's mm-hmm. how they monetize you because they know that if you want to play with your friends and do the fucking cool game, you better pay up, bud. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It just, it, every, like every why? mechanic is monetized and the, including the one with paying, uh, playing with the uh, paying customers. There's runes that allow you, the runes that you can pay for, obviously, that allow you to give bonuses to your companions in your party and get more experience in your party. Yep. So, so having paying players in your party is beneficial for you as well. Also, uh, and like, nothing and is explained in that game. Like, nothing is explained on, oh no, like, how, is, how is yeah, it does. Fundamental, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, if, so for the runes, for example, when you do the runes, like, that's only for a, I believe that's only for a set percentage. And it doesn't tell you the percentage, like, until after you yes. pay. And if you want a higher percentage, you have to pay more money. More. And, like, it's, but it doesn't, again, it doesn't tell you how much percentage you gain from paying more money. You have to pay more money first. And it doesn't tell you how many runes you have to buy to do it because you don't know until you upgrade the first one. So it's, like, and, it is this awful mechanic that just eats your money. It just exists to vacuum money out of your life, like. It exploits the sunk cost fallacy to the extreme. Things like, for example, uh, this is fairly common in, in, in pay-to-win pay games and free-to-play games, um, where you finish a dungeon or you finish a, uh, whatever, in, in Diablo Immortals, a dungeon, but you finish, or whatever, Rifts or whatever they're called, you finish a dungeon and you can pay like $150 to get like double the rewards instead of just the rewards that you got or whatever. Um, and you're like, oh, I pay $150 to get double the reward of this dungeon cool the next time you actually pay two and like it, the the price keeps going up it, it's not always the same because they know of course if you're if you're the chump that pays 150 the first time you're gonna be the chump that pays two or whatever 190 or whatever they they increase it to uh it, like all optimized levels of of uh, exploitation and I, the, num- the latest numbers I saw were things like you can absolutely unlock everything if you play by yourself. And yeah, the, the, the most, the, the, the top echelon of, of items are basically impossible to unlock by yourself, but they're, they're like technically possible if you play for 10 years straight without ever stopping for sleeping. Uh, the, I think these are the numbers that people have arrived at. Like recently. legally, but, you have but to allow not, people to access yeah. everything, but you but also not, legally but, but don't have matter. to let them access it quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that like that doesn't convince anybody of anything. The real the reality yeah. is, if you play for uh, three months, uh, you get the same reward if you uh, as uh, if you pay twenty euros. It, it, like you need to know how to pay them, but you can pay twenty euros to skip three months of grind. So that's that's the reality of that game, and obviously that's just the start of the game. When you pay twenty euros in Diablo Immortal, that's the start, because like, what what are you gonna do with those the rewards that you get out of that, the experience or the the loot or whatever? You're gonna play more. You're gonna have more reason to spend more money, and that's that's what Blizzard is doing with with that. And it's just like the utmost polished version of microtransactions. It's like, and I, I just think back to when they were like, Diablo's, Diablo Immortal is going to be on mobile, and people are like, boo. And they're like, well, you don't have phones? It's like, no, because people knew this was going to happen. Like, yes, people knew that, that if you're going to put a, the, a game on the phone, it's going to be a microtransaction hellscape. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
no one was no one was stupid no one was like oh man my iphone i'm gonna have to buy a new one to run this game like guys and and a lot yeah, a, a, I, a part of I the just, kickback I just, against sorry go ahead uh no, it's just i i think back and i look at uh i you know like i'm looking at overwatch 2 and it's like oh it's gonna have a battle pass and it's gonna be free to play and then then you go like a little bit deeper and you go like oh but you can technically you right now you can pay uh you can pay them forty dollars to buy Overwatch Two, and it comes with some skins, and a battle pass, and a beta access, and the Overwatch game. <laughs> like that you already have. That that well, no, it includes it includes the so that includes Overwatch Legendary Edition, which is oh. like just more skins and more loot boxes and whatever. But Legendary Edition is just a version of the game. So like you could just pay forty dollars to get to buy Overwatch One again, or you could pay forty dollars to get a couple of skins and a battle pass in Overwatch Two, which is like, how the fuck is forty dollars a battle pass? That seems kind of expensive. You can't, you cannot tell me that two legendary skins are worth forty dollars. That's not true. That's that is completely fabricated. Forty dollars. Can't tell me. Forty dollars is not how much it costs to beta test a game. That is not true. Do not accept. Uh, and it definitely is not $40 to buy the Legendary Edition of Overwatch, which you can, again, right now, buy for $20, which is still a little much. But if you wait, it usually goes on sale for $10. And you can buy that, get all the same stuff, and then get Overwatch 2 for free because it's a fucking free-to-play game. So for $10, you could just get like 50% of the shit that they're offering you. Another $20 is what it costs. So they're saying $20 is the cost of a battle pass, two skins, and uh, yeah, that's it. Like that's, if we're being, if we're ignoring the fact that like they included a $20 game inside of this $40 package, knowing full well that the majority of people buying it are people who fucking already have Overwatch 1. So why would they need to buy the Legendary Edition again? Um, <laughs> it's like so in Smurf. It, yeah, it is really obvious that I that this is just uh this is not a good a good sign, right? This is not a very good sign between Overwatch 2 and Diablo uh Immortal. You can tell that there's been a really big shift to uh free to play. Like there's yeah, uh, a the like a, who could have ever it's predicted like a parasitic life this kind of influence when they did <laughs> merge with Activision. I think it's, it started with World of Warcraft, though. Yeah, World no, of World of Warcraft, Warcraft is an item shop. Fucking, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Diablo... I think the Diablo 3 item shop predates uh, Blizzard Activision. Uh, no. No, 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 no. no, no, yeah. no. Diablo but Diablo 3, 3 uh, was Diablo... under development before, but just not the item shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah Diablo what, 3 what I'm saying is came out after World of Warcraft merging. What I'm saying is World of Warcraft as it was as it was released on 2004 with a 15 dollar uh, monthly payment that you had to do that was already exploiting the sunk cost fallacy back then. It always baffled me as somebody who didn't didn't play World of Warcraft um, and also who saw the 15 dollars a month as outrageously expensive. Um, but uh, it always baffled me that World of Warcraft made Blizzard just not make games for so long. That yeah. was like. It maybe it wasn't as direct a relationship as it seemed to me at the time, 
but it definitely may like objectively speaking it recontextualized all of the investments that they ever proposed to their shareholders because world of warcraft just made them so much money and it's the same thing with with the uh, rockstar i i bet um the in in the oh, yeah like of they just GTA 5. they were just gone for an eternity because of gta 5 yeah. yeah and 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 blizzard was as well with world of warcraft the the next game they made was starcraft 2 right that came out like yeah 2000 2012 eight years of not making a game I mean, they made the yeah. expansions for World of Warcraft, but well, yeah, they made. That's the thing. They focused on making expansions for a game that they were made that they were at the time making an incredible fuck ton of money off of. Like World of Warcraft was not slouching in the profit department. It yeah. was the most doing profitable good. game. Um, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, why it's wouldn't still you just doing good right now? That yeah, they, yeah, they have a new expansion coming out soon. We have a uh, what's it called? We have Dragonflight coming or flight Dragonflight coming. So mm. and. You know, like who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky, and maybe Dragonflight will have its own gotcha system inside of it. Wouldn't that be swell? Um, I mean, I it already has awesome, it already has a ninety dollar Epic Edition, which is totally cool. Um, half of the content for it isn't even for WoW. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. That whole bizarre, I, I, like, that I, whole bizarre system where when you buy a collector's edition for a Blizzard game, it's mostly stuff for their other games. That's like tie-in costumes or pets. Yeah, you get which, yeah, a lot of it. For other games. Yeah, you essentially pay money to be advertised the idea of also playing all of their other games, which then will loop you back into buying their collector's editions and so on. Yeah, that makes yeah, total sense a... from an exploitative perspective. <laughs> It just it's it's great it's really from a nightmare perspective. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know the people is, who are playing for who are paying more than they need to. You know they they love you. So let's make you them. Let's take advantage yeah. of that love. Look, I I will save you the problem. I'll save you the trouble here. Buy the heroic edition of anything. All you really care about is the mount. You don't care about the pets. You don't care about the transmog shit. None of that matters. Just get the damn mount. That's it. Just that that's it what is it what is it how much more is it it is a regular cost of a game that's it it, it costs the same price as a game costs that Don't seems reasonable nope Don't that that's if if you need if you need some kind of like just like some kind of you want to be cool and have a bonus or whatever just pay the cost of a regular game be done with it. You don't need no epic edition. You don't need shit for Hearthstone. You don't even play Hearthstone. Why are you buying <laughs> shit for a game you don't play? Stop doing that. Like, do you play Heroes of the Storm? Do you play Hearthstone? No, you fucking don't. Stop doing that. Don't buy the epic edition. You don't fucking need it. Just buy the heroic edition. It's only WoW-related content, and then move on with your life. I don't care if your stupid best friend has a shitty card back in Hearthstone that makes it so other people that play against him feel like he's an idiot when they beat his ass on their fucking cards they spent money on versus buying an epic edition for a card back. Like, why? Why? Just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I will never understand the appeal here. Like, I, I like, you know, like, I like mounts. I like mounts and wow. I've definitely bought mounts and wow. It's very stupid, but I just like it. It's fun having a little mouse that flies around. It's cute. It's fun. It's adorable. I just enjoy it. I was going to say, this but, is a very high horse you're getting on, considering I've seen you get like the, yeah, 
the uh the i've seen you on the various mounts that reward you for pre-purchasing a bunch of game time that you might not actually use yes which is also but... a different uh way of getting to you they 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 attach, oh yeah it definitely is they they try to get you to pre-purchase like a year or six months of game time uh that you might then like not you might like lose interest with the game before then, but they already have your money and then they reward yeah. you with like a FOMO amount that, the, that you won't be able to get otherwise. Yeah. And I, which so, tells you how profitable that, that particular gambit is that they're making <laughs> yeah. assets just for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, I, it's, so it made sense in the sense that me and Keith were doing the series, right. For wow. And so, uh, I'm paying month to month anyways. And I know the series isn't going to end in a month. Like it probably is not going to even end in three months because, wow is a very long game and so like sure i'll do the whatever six month thing that seemed valuable um but like yeah no it's it's scummy i'm not i'm not just i'm not like going out and saying like do it it's a good idea i just did the cost and say like yeah this is how long it's gonna take i do that for final fantasy i pay final fantasy in like three month increments because i know i know we're gonna play it for more than three months because mm -hmm. god damn that game is so long but once we get to the final expansion, I'm going to drop that down to a month because I don't know how long <laughs> it's going to take us and we may be done soon and the beast will be released and we'll be free from the purgatory and we can just go on with our lives again. And, and then we can start playing Secret so World. I, if, if we must. <laughs> just and bounce to the, the next uh, MMO forever. <laughs> I, I mean, by the time we beat Final Fantasy, I bet Dragonflight will be out anyways, if we're just yeah. being honest here. That's just the question um, of how badly do we want to try to cover the campaign. But, well, look, it, we can get to level 70 now. So, you know, that's... For the, the first time in level... the history of WoW, you can hit level 70. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Rise, rise <laughs> this to seems a lot like power. This seems a lot like Modern Warfare 2 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they have a new race, so that's cool. Um, uh, they are dragon people, so you know, hey, hitting a market, I'm sure. The uh, and they do turn into dragons, don't worry. If you had hesitations that they were going to just look like regular humans, they do, but oh, they, they just look do like the regular humans, thing. yeah. So they look like regular, but they're basically wear dragons. I literally, so they look like regular. The humans. only thing I've seen about the um, next expansion is just a, like one screenshot of the skinny dragon people, and that's it. So I thought they were just dragons. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. They, they have, like, humanoid forms, and then they can turn into dragons. They're more like the Draenari, where they kind of look like they have the horns, and uh, they obviously have, like, facial structures that aren't, like, quite human, but they, major they, like, they normally look like humans, and they do the werewolf thing where they can transform into dragon people, um, which, you know, that makes sense. You want, you, you want to make it look easy when they're wearing their armor, right? You want like, oh, I gotta buy this fashionable stuff, but it's not gonna fit on the dragon body. So you gotta you gotta have the human form for your fashion, and then you have the cool form that you stay in when you're not fighting. Um but yeah, so there you go. How you is, have dragon people. How is a person less cool than a dragon? Well, it's more of the fact that it's a pain in the fucking ass to try to fit assets onto a non humanoid body. So mm, it's just a, just a just a wee bit easier to make you look different in that form. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently, yeah, I I don't know. 
So that's it. That's I, that. As long as I can, as far as I can tell, that's the that's the only benefit. You can be a dragon person, and you can reach level seventy. It says nothing else about the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what's there. I don't know what else you can do. Uh, maybe you can fly a dragon. Keith flies dragons all the time. So I don't know. I don't know how what dragon flight is. I can already do that. We can all already fly dragons. Go to the go to the WoW store and buy a dragon mount. It's like twenty bucks. Um, there you go. Full expansion. I don't know. It's uh, my the the main point though is I it, it's funny to see the like with most things. It's funny to see things funneling into a worse and worse uh, marketplace. Right? Things are just not as great. Um, mm-hmm. For for bigger higher the higher the production the better the quality of the product quality in big quotation marks because obviously triple a doesn't mean quality but the the higher the budget the higher the quality or whatever the the more bad the the mecha- like the system is that it's a part of so like you yeah like a blizzard game isn't a great game outside of the outside of like the playing part when you're playing the game you're like yeah this is kind of fun like boom boom i shoot people this is really fun for overwatch but then you like once you're out of the game you're surrounded by really unfun and unpleasant mechanics and you're like mm-hmm. oh oh i don't like these systems anymore like a lot of people are just pointing mm-hmm. guns at your head and asking for money and you're like i want to go back into the game can i go back into the match now i don't want to be here and like yes i don't like again, these systems anymore priority, can i go home <laughs> yeah basically like yeah, as soon as you go to the menu you're like why is there a half naked reaper on the screen and why won't he go away i don't want to do this anymore can i press play game now and it's like oh they you didn't want to buy the reaper pass. skin you're like i don't i don't want to buy it i don't want to buy the reaper skin could it go away <laughs> like it's just priority pass. that's that's the thing is like i i'm excited for you know i'm excited for seeing this evolution of gaming get worse and worse until the point where like triple a it like switches with indie where indie is like, ah, oh, you can't trust the quality. You don't know what it's gonna be like. It's probably gonna be poopy. You're gonna spend fifteen dollars on shit, and then someone's gonna be like, oh man, you're gonna spend seventy dollars. I don't know, man. That's a waste of money. It's just gonna be shit. <laughs> like it's just you know what you're signing up for. You're paying money to have access to a less quality product. Uh, you're playing paying a lot more money for a less quality product, which then also asks you for more money because it turns out that your gambling stepfather has a problem that he doesn't want to address, and it's just like <laughs> it it's it's really weird. It's really weird that all of these AAA games keep asking me for more money after I buy a game. Like what even if I didn't buy the game, it's like, okay, well, why didn't you just sell me the game? If you just sold me the game, then I could that's fine. I'll give you the money if you give me something for it. It's like, no, no, no. What if you just give us money and we give you intangible rewards? And you're like, no. Ooh, intangible. <laughs> want, that sounds mysterious. Yeah, pride and accomplishment. Ooh. Don't you like it? Yeah, it's like, oh, that sounds fun. I would much rather have a product. Yeah, Could you sell me actually, a completed we're, product. We're talking about AAA games, but we're missing the probably the biggest aggressor in this in that regard. It's Electronic Arts, and I say that because I don't play Electronic Arts games. But like the, all their um, their sports games are monetized up to wazoo. Yeah, like this, and yeah. you and you and have to buy them every year. You have to buy a new sports game just so someone can remind you that the previous sports game you spent like $150 on buying cool fucking trading cards in 
doesn't work anymore. You need to spend $150 in more trading cards than fucking NHL 2022 because it's a new year and all these people change their names and fuck, we're not going to do it in 2021 because that would be stupid. Why would we update the names? You have to buy a whole new game, idiot. That's how it works. That's the law. It's the same people, but some of them are older. I guess all of them are older. Yeah, and and some <laughs> of them look different. This guy, this guy has a different haircut now. You know how hard it would be to program that in the NHL 21? Oh, the whole, the whole, we ruined didn't have the, the whole technology game. For yeah, we haircut. didn't have the technology. Nope. We, when we programmed Johnny to Johnny to have that haircut, Johnny to Johnny cannot get another one. That's it. We put it in the code. We made it so that if it, if anybody changes Johnny to Johnny's hair, it just breaks the whole game. So we had to make a whole new game with the same code in it. So that way we have to make a 2023 because Johnny Johnny's hair is stuck as it is again. We won't fix this problem, but we're going to keep perpetuating it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it, it's it, like at some point you like at some point someone's going to come along and make something really great. And it's not going to fit into the mold that I guess everyone else is used to, which is like free to play. I'm going to steal my mom's credit card. I'm not going to ask for anything else for Christmas except for V bucks and like whatever. And someone's going to come along and make a game. That's like way better than those, but just cost money. Just like just, you just have to pay them money. Just a just straight up one time fee. And then you have access unlimited times to this crazy game. That's really fun. And I don't know what we'll call it. We'll probably call it like video games, but I think, I think that might be a tentative name. Um, I think we'd hmm. much rather, we, yeah. We'll, we'll have to, we'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. But there'll be this, I, this be this product that you pay once, you can play it as many times as you want, and you have full rights to it. It's your game, right? You can, you can install it on whatever computer you want. You can install it on your laptop and your keyboard and your Texas Instrument calculator that can also play Doom, and we can all just have a good time no matter where we want to be. And all you had to do is pay like fifteen to. $40 for it. Crazy. Crazy experience. Um, that's it. You can't pay any more money. They literally won't let you pay any more money for some reason. That's just it. You just only get to pay once. Um, I guess you could buy the game for your friends and family, uh, but that's about it. That's all you can do. It's crazy. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just spitballing here. Crazy ideas. Uh, you know, Shark Tank kind of stuff, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's... Uh, it's fun. It's just, I, I don't, I, you know, of course I understand the appeal of, of free to play. I understand the appeal of if you give access to, if you give, if, if things are free, more people will try it. Right. Right. This is how like dating apps work. Every dating app is free to, to start because then you can amass a lot of people and then you start yeah. charging them. You can say like, haha, now that you're here, you probably want to match with somebody idiot. Well, that's going to cost you money. And you're like, Oh fuck. I just, I, Damn it, I thought it was just going to be free forever. Um, but I, 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 think, I don't know. At what, point, at what point is it unsustainable? At what point is it like, okay, well, now you have like Halo Infinite, Overwatch 2, Fortnite, Apex Legends, Valorant. What are, what are you, you going to pay money? You know, how much are you spending? Is this like gas? Are you doing like a, an Excel spreadsheet? I'm only allowed to pay like ten dollars to Overwatch, five dollars to Halo, uh, twenty-five to Apex Legends, and like three hundred dollars to Genshin Impact, and that's my budget for the month. I can't play <laughs> any other games because I'm out of money now. Like, wh what? I don't. 
I, I don't play free to play games. I don't pay for free to play games. So I don't know what the, the, the money's like. Do people like, you know, do people, is this a constant thing? Do you get a paycheck and you're like, Oh, I got my new paycheck. Time to spend $50 to that paycheck on a free to play mechanic. Like, is that what you do? It's not, I think, I think the, you're saying that the, the, uh, the good thing about free to play games is that more people get to try them. That's only good if the game is good and if the game is not trying to waste people's money and take their money away or waste people's time, I should say, and take their money away. Sure. Because if, yeah. if it's Diablo Immortal, more people trying it is bad, actually. That, that is well, a downside I mean, of it being so, free to play. So obviously, and, most and actually that's games the... want to be social, right? Like you have, that's why like Halo yeah. or Valorant yeah. or Apex yeah. Legends works that's or Fortnite works so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But I think, uh, like, despite Blizzard being absolutely to blame for the uh, the exploitation of their fan base with the the loot loot boxes in Overwatch, um, actually, I was gonna say Overwatch isn't free to play, so no, yeah, no, there's no despite. Is uh, Blizzard is absolutely to blame for loot boxes in Overwatch? But yes, yeah, but, but a game loot boxes. Like, aren't necessary right like you yeah, people yeah. can feel like there's a sense of fomo but it's not real because there is an event it's still exploitative here oh sure no any loot box is exploitative I, the baseline yeah. here is that uh is it you know like so let's take the halo shop for example where in order yeah, to get cat example. ears you have to fucking buy cat ears you cannot get them any other way there's no like oh you want you know there's an event and now you can just get them with in-game currency or whatever right because you don't generate in-game currency overwatch at least solves this problem by giving you funny money all the time every time you open a loot box which you get by playing by getting a new level by playing certain roles at certain times by playing new game game modes you haven't played before whatever the shit you can you can earn loot boxes pretty consistently for free and you also get currency for leveling up. You also get currency for opening loot boxes with stuff you already have. Uh, so at some point, like for me, I've never bought a single loot box, but I'm at the point now where I have every item in Overwatch. And every time I open a loot box, it's just more in-game currency. And so when a new okay. skin really? comes out, I can just buy, yeah, I can just buy all of them without having to pay real money. I, I could just like show up to whatever new event and new skins and be like, yeah, I've got like 50,000 currency, bye, 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 bye. And then just I'm done with it. That's it. Do you hear this, so Keith? I, Do you hear this? You could and, be the same. Oh, you could have all yeah, of the items. Keith or also can't not. play Overwatch 2. So Keith <laughs> isn't allowed to play Overwatch 2 because if you play Overwatch 2, it automatically opens all of your loot boxes. Uh, oh, really? really? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Um, so... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a great tragedy. So, I, I saw this. What I was a, reading what the a AMA. What a fucking story I, arc. <laughs> <laughs> right i was reading the ama and i cracked up because it's like someone asked well, what happens to your loot boxes from overwatch one obviously because it's a new currency of overwatch two and so like what happens to all that and they Those said like fuckers. oh yeah all of your loot boxes have to get reset so we just open all of them add all the products to your account and then just move on and now the new <laughs> loot boxes will be the obviously the the new game loot boxes um it's so I thought that was, I thought that's funny. I was like, oh, I guess Keith can't play because he'll technically just have unlocked, oh, he'll have opened all of his loot boxes. He'll have gotten, he'll have interacted with the system because now when he goes to his character, it will have all still, these costumes and voice I lines. Just, I can just leave it with default. 
Hell, I can even go yeah, back and be course. like, no, I'm going to play the Overwatch 1 skins. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going well, yeah, to have to I mean, I, I get them. That's what I'll do. I'm not going to buy Overwatch 2 skins. There's no fucking way. So, well, I mean, wait, I mean get because the game, skins are free? I mean, because of the fact that the game has uh, the uh, all the characters are redesigned, but I think the original skins are also oh. going to be in the game. So you can just go yeah, back to yes. being Overwatch 1 appearances. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you have to, to open the loot boxes for it. <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, so the way, at least, so you know, this is all Overwatch. As, as far as the AMA is concerned, uh, what they have said is that you can still. So the system that exists for loot boxes now. So the way that loot boxes exist, blah blah blah. That system will still exist. Um, you can still buy old skins with the 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 currency or what like the old currency but you can't buy new skins or battle passes uh with the old currency so like the old overwatch monies will not work the credits won't work for new stuff you have to but you have to buy credits right so they're just doing the thing mm -hmm. where it's like here's the in-game currency and here's the pay currency and you have to buy the pay currency to buy whatever ob obfuscated shit like uh well so they're doing the call of duty thing so there's gun charms there's gun um i think there's gun skins and then there is or no i think it's just gun charms regular skins and then something else um doesn't matter anyway there's yeah so it'll be a pay currency and an old currency and so you can have you can still get all of your old skins all your overwatch one skins and look like overwatch one character or whatever um but yeah, no, it's just it'll be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see how that works. Fun is a word for it. It is a word for it. Uh, it's just I I don't know. I don't know what I I understand. Again, I get that. Say you want to release Overwatch two in a market where Fortnite and Apex and Valorant and whatever the fuck exists and they're all free to play and no one has to pay money so why the fuck would anyone want to play overwatch 2 but I at the same I... time i think if you pay if i just had to pay 40 bucks for overwatch 2 to to access the pve or whatever and the the you know if i had overwatch 1 i just have access to the online the pvp mode for free like they originally said they were going to do I would be totally on board with that. I'm fine with that idea. I'm fine with paying money for content, right? Like, I don't, I don't like the idea that I have to pay a lot of money for DLC, but I would much rather, I would much rather, like, I'm begging you to just charge me $40 and then I'm immune from battle passes. Like, can I, <laughs> is there like a, what, what is the fee that I can pay to be immune to battle pass stuff? Like, I just have access to, everything right i just have access to everything like i do in overwatch one i can just generate in-game currency get some loot boxes from stuff and just move on with my life like that is a system i can interact with i don't care about you know i can people like keith can just not interact with that system and he's fine he's completely okay he gets his quality of he gets the value of paying for it out of playing the game he doesn't care about the whole loot box system but inversely it's there for him if he ever wanted to it's not something he has to like start asking his bank if he can do he doesn't have to start like <laughs> looking at his finances and going like uh i don't know man can i afford to play overwatch <laughs> you know like 
He doesn't have to do that. But I don't know. It just it it feels like I what I like most about Overwatch is that I can just turn it on, press quick play, and quick play into a match. I don't have to press, I don't have to open Overwatch and go like, fuck, I better check my clipboard. What do I gotta do today to get those battle pass points? Fuck, I gotta get four headshots with May on a, a Havana. Oh, fuck. Well, I better hope the rotation brings me to Havana and that no one else takes May because we all need to get May fucking abilities Sounds for the cursed. battle pass thing. Like, like fuck so off, I dude. Care. I don't want a, yeah, <laughs> like I don't want a job to play my game. I don't want to do that. You know what I want a job for? I don't. That's the spoiler. I don't want a job. So I don't want why would job. I want a job in a game? Like, why would I want to do work in a game when I don't want to do work in real life? Do you not see the problem here? Video games are entertainment. If I had to watch a reality TV show and every fucking 15 minutes of that reality TV show, in order to watch more of it, I had to guess what fucking character is going to say what to whoever what, I would be fucking done. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't interact with a medium where I had to also do other things to continue enjoying it, right? You're I don't want to like join me in the world of not giving it. a fuck about cosmetics. Yeah, it's just, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain this properly because I am not, I, I am not a, a four-hour video essayist. But I can tell you that you can write a four-hour video essay on why adding fucking uh, missions to battle passes or whatever, like Fortnite and Halo Infinite, and I think Apex also do, like adding these little side missions of like things to do to unlock more stuff isn't fun actually like that it's just not fun it it is i mean people like them they, really... it gives them structure to their gameplay or whatever and gives them little goals to feel like they did something it's the exact but same you don't need as that. after you paid it's a fucking though pvp game i know it's you don't need that cuz i literally ignore all of it but i'm saying that it's like yeah like like I've 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 seen people I've heard people defend the stuff to them all the time and like they like the battle pass stuff and everything and a lot of it comes down to that kind of thing of like it gives them little goals to do and structures their gameplay or something. But the game could what have do you that mean? by default without having to pay yeah. for it. Like it, also, it, the, don't oh yeah, there's no reason you that you should have to pay for it. And also, like yeah. I'm literally just repeating other people's bullshit, so I'm not gonna like argue on their behalf. I'm arguing for against the arguments rather than yeah yeah absolutely but like bear in mind this is what what Andrew is saying is is something that happens after you pay you pay for, to have this structure imposed on you or given to you depending on your perspective Dep yeah depending you, on which game no need like Halo Infinite is obviously a, you you have to do missions for a battle pass uh do you, Oh, never mind. I lied. You have to pay for the battle pass to do the thing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, never mind. It's just pressing escape a bunch of times after I, the game is done because it's a bunch of progress bars. So yeah, fuck that. Make yeah, stop. I always, I always forget. It's yeah. I always, I, I keep forgetting that they have that battle passes have a free and a paid version. And so when you do stuff in the game, it tricks you into thinking that you're making battle pass progress, but you're actually making like, uh, like insulting battle pass progress because it just it's a battle pass that like mocks you the entire way we're like damn man you got four levels well if you weren't fucking poor you could have had a gun and you're like okay thanks i guess what a what a great system i don't know it's like it's like imagine getting your paycheck after work and someone's like damn you only made 500 dollars. if only you worked harder you could have had a car it's like all right thanks i guess sorry i didn't uh sorry sorry about that i uh 
I should have thought about that before I started working. Like, <laughs> could have bought a car. Uh, it's it's dumb. It's dumb to be like reminded of the things you could have had if you just paid money to them. Again, it just it, that's what I'm saying. It's like the moment you finish the system, suddenly there's a lot of guns pointed at your head. And it's like, hey, you better pay money. And it's like, I don't want, I don't, I don't want that gun. I actually don't fucking care about the gun. I, I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't care about the gun. Can we just ignore that? Can we pass that whole system? Can I just say like, check a box? No, thank you. Not interested in battle passes. Like I can do with an email. Yeah. Like, can I unsubscribe exactly. from battle passes? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why. That's why the uh, the whole it's optional kind of argument only works so far as uh, you can ignore all of that sort of advertising being shoved into your gameplay experience. And like, which is, yeah, which is why I'm, which is why my argument is like mobile games, right? Mobile games do this where you play a mobile game for 30 minutes and then it gives you like 50 years of ads. And, uh, but most mobile games, if they're good, will give you an option to just buy the game, right? Hey, pay us like four bucks and you can just have the game ad free. Okay, cool. Thanks. I would love to do that. Can I mm -hmm. do that for Battle Pass games? What is the cost mm -hmm. Absolutely that I can pay? Not. What is the cost yeah. within reason, right? That I can pay you to shut the fuck up about Battle Passes. I don't need, I'm not even asking for the content in them. Just shut the fuck up about them. I don't want them here. I don't want them around me. I don't want to see them. I don't want to think about them. I just want to play the goddamn game. And that's it. You, and can. you know how I, I do that? It's easy. I do I, that. I, I can. But again, I have to then I have to go out of my way to ignore this mechanic that I could otherwise just not even know exists if I just gave you money to leave me the hell alone. That's all I'm asking. Like, obviously, yeah, it's no, just a, a feature. There's a reoccurring thing where uh, whenever I talk about whenever I talk about free to play systems being exploitative, the first comment anybody has in response is to immediately say that like, well, they have to have all these monetization strategies. Otherwise they won't make any money off of their free game. And I'm like, okay, so let me pay to, to not deal with it. And they're like, no, <laughs> it's like, no, that none of these, just none of these, cause none of these companies will give me that option because they know that on average, giving everybody yeah. this, this, this other system and not letting them pay to, to just not have to deal with that stuff is more profitable than just letting the people buy exactly. the game. Because the argument, the, that argument that you said, uh, that people say, Keith, uh, just boils down to, well, they have to have all these monetization uh, tactics because it's more profitable this way. That's what it boils down to. And that's what you just said. But it's like, if you put it like that, it's a lot more gross than just being like, they have to make money out of it. Because it's not really about making money. It's about making more money. But I, th I think, like, the pro I, focusing on, on that sort of, uh, like, shaming developers for being greedy, or shady, it's actually not developers a lot of the time, it's just publishers, shaming publishers for being greedy, I think that doesn't really touch the heart of the matter. It doesn't, like, I, I don't think that's... It's, it's not necessarily a productive conversation to be had. The problem I'm is... Not, I mean... Yeah, not, I'm not, not that shame I'm, publishers. I'm not, no, 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 no reason to when, shame publishers. They're doing, when they're doing what is smart. They're making money. So I'm yeah, shaming but like the gamers. When, gamers when are the we say, <laughs> No, I think no. It's definitely the publishers' problems because the gamers are victims. No. Basically, everybody that pays no. money to to gacha games is a victim, and they can convince themselves, "Oh no, no, no this is, I, I really want this." They can convince, "All right, I have a lot of money." No, they're victims. They're wasting their money, throwing them, throwing the money away for something they could have and should have gotten just by. Playing, having the game, playing, buying the game in the first place, and just doing that. And actually, what they're getting is worse than 
than what they would get if there weren't microtransactions. Because that's the, I think that's the real problem is that games are worse because of their microtransaction strategies. The the they the, there's more time spent optimizing and in and and doing ad work and doing like psychology psychological sort of tricks in games in there's more time spent on that than there is then on on the gameplay so if if game if developers just focused on making a game fun and not really caring about how they could monetize that fun we would have better games and and the fact is the the games that are more fun are the games that they don't have that sort of stuff they they don't they, they don't rely on things like sunk cost fallacy or the the sort of customization as a, a trap for enjoying a game because like i know that intimately as somebody who plays role-playing games customizing your character is fun by itself just the concept of of it is fun even if the character creation tool sucks it's definitely more fun matter. when it, you can do it than it is when the entire menu is full of locked things that you have to spend hundreds of hours to learn how to get yeah for sure for sure but but they use that in conjunction they allow you to customize your character which is going to lock you into the game and they're allow you to pay for it which is also going to lock you into the game because you spent money if you spend like 150 dollars in customization options for this whatever game you're playing you're not going to stop playing it the next day you're like you spend spend 30 or 40 even if it doesn't have to be 150 spend 20 bucks in a skin for Fortnite. you're not going to stop playing Fortnite in the next couple of weeks it's because why would you like you spent money on those skin you're gonna you're gonna use it and the, every single time you're gonna every single hour you're gonna spend playing that game after you spent those 20 bucks the developer or the publishers know that you're a prime target for spending more because you're they know you're gonna play the game for one and they also know that you're the kind of person that does buy the skins so and they prey on you like that and and somehow convince you that it's good value for money because you're spending so much time in the game anyway. Because of course you are. You paid money. You're not going to stop playing it because you paid twenty bucks for the skin. So they convince you that it's actually good, good, a good amount of, of money. Because I don't know if you played if you paid for a, a sixty dollar video game that you play once and stop playing forever because single player one whatever for ten hours. That's not as good value as paying twenty. 20 euros or 20 dollars for a skin that you're going to play for hundreds of hours in Fortnite. Like objectively speaking it isn't. But it but it is infin- infinitely less good less good value because you could just play the game without the skin. And that's like zero instead of but, 20. But I, I guess the See, I don't know, the way the reason that I think it's it, the the reason that I'm more confident in placing the blame on gamers is that this isn't this isn't like a this isn't a situation where, say, food in the U.S. It's hard to buy food in the U.S. that isn't owned by like one of ma- like several billion dollar companies, right? No matter what you do, you can't like support the 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't support local creators. You can't like support mm-hmm. your farmers. You can't support your local businesses or whatever, right? Because it's not store like you won't find that in the locations in which you buy the product you want to support someone for. Video games are not like that. You can buy only indie created games. You can buy games that are specifically from not scummy studios, right? You can do that. And if Mm -hmm. you can't afford to, let me tell you about this magical thing called 
free games. Not free to play, free games. They're just free. They're just free games. Free to play is its own category now. We have we've they've taken it. They've stolen free from us. But free is a game like Newgrounds, Flash, Kong, uh, whatever. There are so oh, yeah. many oh, free just, games. Just the, the games you get for free on on even not just the Epic Store, but GOG does this uh, does that as well. Um, that yeah, they give out yeah. There's exactly. Yeah, Epic Games is a good example. They give they give free games all the time. GOG gives free games all the time. You can go on like itchot.io and find a bunch of good free games on there. But the thing there is, there are so many options besides fucking Apex or Fortnite. Like, if you God, have friends that damn. play it, if you have friends that then play get it, if you- different friends, <laughs> like if all <laughs> of not- your friends are jumping off bridges, you don't go like fuck, dude. Guess I gotta follow my friends because that's the only option I have. Get different friends. Watch them fall and mock them when they hit the ocean and they go, oh, God, it hurts. And you're like, yeah, isn't it fucking bad? Like, you should have known that before you jump well, off the bridge, idiot. Like, just there is why wisdom. would you follow people into a bad situation? And you know it's bad. Like, nobody plays a free-to-play game and goes like, hmm, you know, this whole battle pass thing, pretty valuable deal here i'm feeling like Some it's great that, that it I, I think it's cool Some that all i have that. to do is invest almost as much time as i do in a fucking job to unlock items in a game that i already paid for by the way i already paid for the battle pass which means i buy in by the law of buying a thing you should have the thing why are you paying for a battle pass but nothing else. You haven't bought the content in the battle pass because you have to still fucking unlock it. So all you did was buy a ticket into the line at Disneyland, but you don't even have access to the fucking ride yet. Like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? You paid $15 to buy access to a line that you then have to wait in to then have the thing? That's not good. Why would you do that? (laughs) Like... (laughs) There's a certain wisdom in what you're saying, although generally I, I, I do shy away from blaming people who spend money or who get suckered did you people into. Not, did you not play but Halo 3? Did you not play Halo 3 you, when for $15 you could get multiple maps for a game? Like you could just kid, get content for just for paying money. You just pay them money and they'll just give you content for that. That's crazy. Like you can do that now. Kid, there are games. If you're a kid listening, like, listening to us right now, Listen to Andrew's advice and get better friends if they're playing those <laughs> games and forcing you. But if you're an adult, uh, you're gonna you're just gonna have to ask for a raise because getting new friends as an adult is probably not in the cards. <laughs> if, if you're if you're a child, let me put it to you in a much easier perspective. When your friends are telling you how fucking fun Fortnite is and how super amazing it is to do the battle pass grinds and stuff like that, think of it. Like when your teacher tells you how much fun homework is. Think of it when they tell you how good it's going to be when you finish grinding those fucking grades up. You know how fun it's going to be when you get A's in math? That's the same fucking thing. You are just literally wasting your time putting your head into a fucking ditch to do something when you could just pass by average. You don't need those. You don't need to put your entire life into a bucket and look at nothing else <laughs> when you can just you can just succeed by just doing the bare minimum all right and the bare minimum in a game is paying money and playing the game 
If they can't do that, then don't do it. It's a scam. That's called what we we in the business called this a uh, a scam. All right, it's a, not a pyramid scheme. I mean, it technically is because it's capitalist and all capitalism is a pyramid scheme. But the point being that this is clearly a scam. Battle passes are in themselves a scam. You are being tricked, lied to, and cheated out of your time and money to purchase a product that you don't even own. You don't own it. You didn't buy anything. You bought nothing. Um, and that's not how money works. When you go to the store, imagine buying candy at the grocery store. And then the, 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 the person at the register tells you you have to do 50 dances for them in order to get the candy you just bought. I don't think you would enjoy that, right? You wouldn't really have fun hold, watching a guy holding a candy bar and you have to do 50 dances for him in order for him to feel like you earned the candy bar that you just bought. I don't think it's that would be an fun accomplishment. for you. But is it? Would you walk and you eat your fucking Snickers after your legs you are sore from crying and dancing? Like, <laughs> you keep so giving him one. You keep saying one more thing that because it sets him off again. It's been like an hour. It's. It's just I. Wait, what was is, the question? It was about what's your favorite comic video game? Oh right, I wanted to get. I wanted to get to a, this fucking like another tangent. Like, this this like spree went on for like an hour. I've just been kind of hanging out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I, it's gonna I, burn I, out. I wanted to say Save we needed a, a Nuzumaki video game. Uh, well, World of Wars work? is, is like Junji Ito inspired. World of Wars. Uh, World of World horror. of Horror. Oh, I didn't. Let me look it up. Because I have never heard of this. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, I don't. It's in your early access, so good one to go and uh, add to my follow list. Are there any? I'm trying to think. Are there any like manga based games that aren't either like RPGs or visual novels uh, or fighting all, games? All, okay, I, was I guess say, all like... of the games based on Shonen, which is a pretty easy translation yeah, to heard... action game. I've... Yeah, I forgot about I forgot about that. Okay, I was gonna say I guess technically they're like I was trying to think of like what manga games are there that you could even answer. I I don't know. I guess I also liked I I did like Pirate Warriors, uh, but not I think I like Pirate Warriors three, not the first two. The first two were bad, uh, but I did like Pirate Warriors three, and that's technically based off a comic. I don't yeah, know. It's how, some, another Musou game. Are, yeah, how loose are we allowed to be with that generalization? You like the part where Luffy do superpowers and punch up the bads, but like there's no, a billion bads on the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun. Like One Piece is a One Piece is the is the prime target for this, right? You have characters with really dumb world shattering abilities, and you can use them on big mobs of marines, which is like a normal thing in the sh in the series. There's just always a bunch of Marines and you can just punch all of them. Um, so it's fun. It's fun being able to like have control over these big, like ungodly looking characters doing crazy moves uh, that fits into the Musou universe really well. Uh, but then you have, I don't know. It's I, I never played the Berserk Musou, so I actually don't know how good that is. I don't know if that's good or not. Um, Maybe that would be good. I don't know. Did, did Colonel, did you ever say what comic book game you like? Batman and Arkham yeah. Asylum. 
Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Asylum. But then I mentioned okay. Open World oh, Games. Oh, yeah, that is. And then we went for an eternity. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. It is a, a Batman would count. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I, I now that yeah, I'm thinking Batman about it, there's is a quite comic. a lot of comic. There's quite a lot of comic book games. Of course, it's a good synergy. Huh. Kids like yeah, I comic guess it's books. True. Kids like games. Yeah, it's like it. It is. It is a lot more fun to be a superhero than watch a superhero be a superhero. Like a it. It sounds fun being Batman, but it sounds really boring watching a man be Batman. Like it's, I don't know. Mm. It seems it is a perfect, perfect ability. I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're like, I don't know. I guess cartoon Batman was kind of fun when I was eating cereal and stuff. But I, <laughs> wa- like watching superhero movies is always this. It's like okay, well that's cool and all, but I don't think I would have made that choice. I definitely would have did it a little bit differently, personally. <laughs> your like, your backseat superheroing. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm watching <laughs> these superheroes and be like, "Maiden, you guys are real dumb." You know, you could have just done this. You could have just you like could have like square spammed, and you would have beat Thanos really easily. Like, there's no reason why you had to do all this like teamwork shit. You could have just done this one power move, which like messes with his frames but gives you invisible frames and then you yeah, could why just did you out, why so. did you just shin kick him 75 times in a row until he fell over obviously like what the hell do you know how do you see thanos's shins obviously he didn't have them protected he only had a glove on so why did you keep going after his glove he had Wait, he was wearing he a, a no he's just wearing oh. pants and a shirt like a normal person he's not wearing armor the only armor is his stupid glove that everyone kept trying to fight like, fight the parts that aren't armored. Just punch him in his fucking legs a bunch of times. Just kneecap him. It's fine. <laughs> telling you. It would have been easy. I've never seen uh, any comic book movies apart from Spider-Man 1 and 2. And that's impressive. I feel, I feel like that's a hard thing to do. Actually, the, I'm, I'm full of it. I have watched the... I have watched. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say that sounds really difficult. There, there is. <laughs> oh, it's very hard for me to believe I could talk to somebody. He's like, I barely. Just like, not the new one. Like one comic book movie. I haven't watched in a long time. Is what I mean to say. I've watched. Uh, yeah, I've watched stuff before 2009. Basically, some of the stuff. Okay, that makes sense. That makes more sense. My favorite is Spider-Man Two, the one with. Uh, there's m- probably multiple Spider-Man Twos. The one with the to- what's his name? The good Spider-Man. <laughs> Tony. Uh, <laughs> yes. Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. That's all. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, funny. it's it's a fair, it's a fairly Does well. You, you detail your thought process in a way that gets really funny. By the time you have like like you you like land on a question after saying just like a string of things, and so it, it's always <laughs> funny somehow by the end. Yeah, it's impossible to follow. <laughs> There's multiple Spider-Man 2s, and I'm still reeling from that, like the three Spider-Man 2s, and you're like, what's the good one? Aren't there multiple Spider-Man 2s? Yeah, even the yeah, bad Spider-Man yeah. had a second Spider-Man. Jeez, yeah. they are. Yeah. It's, yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. the state we're in. But the They need to make a shit. Spider-Man with Keanu Reeves. What? As, like, Keanu Reeves as Spider-Man? As Spider-Man, yeah. I don't know about that. That seems a little weird. Yeah, you can have like a forty, Spider-Man. like a forty-five-year-old man playing Peter Parker. Hey, or he's doing like, like Spider-Man. He's not forty-five. Is... Keanu Reeves is not forty-five. Is he's he like fifty-five? 50 something. He must be fifty. Fifty-seven. He's fifty-seven. Jesus there Christ! Fifty-seven. 
Yeah, look at him. Two or forty. I think everyone oh. should everyone should be taking like a page out of his book. What is he doing to look that like that? Mm-hmm. He does not look fifty-seven. Like you look he at does with a with a beard. No, without if he be takes the beard. Actor. Yeah. Does it? Because I'm talking about other actors need to take a note out of his book. I'm saying like yeah, other actors don't of, look like he does. I mean, it's, it's a combination <laughs> of genes and a lot of money to spend dealing with problems and whatnot. I'm just going to say genes because I don't know. Like Brad Pitt doesn't look that good and he's probably got way more money than Keanu Reeves does. So what's his excuse? What's going on there? Buy better jeans. Just go to fucking Levi's or something. Where do you buy jeans at? Just go yeah. there and buy better ones. It's I mean, like, I, like I, I'm watching Russian Doll and like Natasha Leone looks fantastic. I think she's. I don't like, know who that is. At how old is she? I do not know who she is. She is 43 years she's old. 43. So she's still 10 years younger. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with her. Watch Russian uh, Doll. It's about generational trauma. Season oh no, two has that trans, is wor- that's the worst like kind of trauma. <laughs> Season two is like suspiciously oh. trans without ever saying it. Ah, they should say oh, it. I thought she was somebody else. I thought she was that Scientology person. No, she's the redhead from Orange is the New Black. The best. That, ah, gotcha. Okay. I've never watched that show, so that would explain that. That's why I don't know her. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's either way. I don't think Keanu Reeves is uh, going to be able to pull off a young Peter Parker. I just don't think you, he has no to. an old Peter Parker. Uh, why would he, he be Peter... an old Peter Parker? Why would I start the Spider Man story? He can be the old man, think Peter about Parker, it. that dies at the beginning of Spider Verse. I think don't... about it. I at the age of of fifty, Peter Parker is still. Renting a one-bedroom apartment in New York City. God, no Way Home was so much worse than than Spider Verse. But how? But wait. How much but how did Spider Man get his? Thing. But how did Spider Man get his powers? It's the same. It's the same person for it's fifty the, years. He's old, yeah, he gets older find... later, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. What? He gets yeah, older that's later. The, he's not yeah, a that's different the Spider Man. Look. Spider-Man no. movies don't all have to tell how he gets his powers. We can just yeah, tell they the do. Story. They literally all do. They all tell you <laughs> no, how he got his powers. So I have. I know, to but it's bad. No, actually, actually, the no, new movies I need don't. To know. They don't. Oh, that's what? good. Yeah, the new the Tom Holland movie doesn't show him getting his powers. That's good. He literally already Wait, has his mean? powers when you meet him in uh, Civil War, I think. Oh no, that's part of the multiverse. Oh crap. Well, it's not a, well, a multiverse. Too. Yeah, it's just a crossover or a metaverse thing. Metaverse or whatever. But I think Spider Man. I, I think Spider Man was introduced in Civil War, and he didn't like get his powers. To, uh, Iron Man just finds this local superhero that's hanging out in Manhattan or whatever Spider Man's territory is. Wait, what? I thought the first Spider Man movie showed how he got his powers. I don't. I don't think it did. I, if it did, it might have been like a flash know. moment or something, but not like the plot of the movie the way that it normally is. Because yeah, usually it's like here's the big build of like, oh man, Spider Man's in some kind of like scientific lab, and a spider got out, and now it's time to kill Uncle Ben, and so on and so forth. And like none of that happened, as far as I can remember. <laughs> definitely, definitely wasn't the plot <laughs> of the Spider Man movie. 
Now it's time to kill him. I, I don't Homecoming. remember what Spider-Man what Homecoming. Home. Homecoming. That was the name of it. Okay. Yeah, they made them all. All they were named Home, I think. Yeah, Far From Home and then No Way Home. Good no Way Home is a terrible movie, honestly. <laughs> I was like, if you're on it while I was watching it, and then I just kept souring on it more and more whenever I thought about it. Like, wow, that movie was really awful in like every way. Like, it's just a really bad movie and everyone fucking loved it and they were mad it wasn't getting nominated for like Academy Awards and stuff. And I'm like, it's not a good script. Like, it's a, it's a bad story. Told, it's a mess. I'm so confused. You know what? That's probably why I don't remember much about Homecoming because they didn't tell me how Spider-Man got his powers. I think <laughs> the only a, thing you big, remember is a... repetition. Martha and Thomas yeah, Wayne yeah, have yeah. to get shot in the first Batman movie every time. Or it's not even a yeah, real Batman, yeah, yeah. Mr. Vampire Boy. You're a fake Batman because oh, we didn't watch your parents die. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that movie. That's Because right. his parents he didn't, didn't die. His parents. <laughs> his parents didn't die in it. Shit. You're right. I totally forgot about the plot of that movie because his parents didn't die and it just started with him being Batman already. This is but, so dumb. <laughs> what's Batman, you mean? Wow. Oh, Batman, no, no. Yeah, the yeah. new Batman. The new Batman movie. That I'm still have, reeling yeah, from the realization just... that Homecoming and Far From Home and No Way Home are three different movies. <laughs> they are. My God. There's what? even more superhero movies than I thought there were. And I thought there were already too many. Yeah, there's already three of the new one. Yeah, they never stopped. They just no, kept there's, going forever. There's four of the new one. Five of the new one, because there's also the Into the Spider-Verse and Caught in a Ham, which are the, I assume, the animation ones. Those are different. Yeah, those are different Spider-Mans. There's... That must be like an animated short spinoff of Into the Un Spider-Verse, I guess. Yeah, it's a short uh, film. So the, yeah. Sorry, you should only, only watch yeah, the Into only the Spider-Verse. Spider yeah. I know the Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. but it has verse in it, so I'm like, no. Just no. No, just the word verse. Hate the word verse. Fuck that word. Yeah, because because well, it's like, do you mean there's gonna be more? No. Yes. Of course there's gonna be yeah. more, but like, no, give me a single story that I can enjoy. I no. I think my biggest holdup of Spider-Verse is having so many other Spider-Mans because again, I didn't I don't know where they came from, so I don't want them here. I don't know like how yeah, where? Oh wait, there's more like Spider. That. I thought it was I, more movies, not more Spider Mans. <laughs> no, no, right. it's, makes so, sense. there is three yeah, of the so first Spider Man, the then two of the second Spider Man, and then three of the third Spider Man. But the third movie with the third Spider Man has the two first Spider Man in it. Right, because it's the because it's, I, like, it's he he makes a he tries to break reality to get his wish on something, and then it through ways that don't make sense. Uh, the other Spider-Men get up in there. By the end of the movie, every rule they explain about the supposed lo lo like world stuff that's happening is contradicted by the movie, <laughs> like actively. Like in the post-credit scene, fucking takes the entire plot and snaps it over its knee, just actively contradicting everything that you heard up until then. Right. It's frustrating. But it's a very nonsensical it was movie. sad. And that is what matters most, that you feel sad. Maybe you're not supposed to pay attention to the plot. Well, that would know. be really confusing then, because I don't think that Spider-Man No Way Home was a very good action movie. It was a lot more talking than a lot of fighting. And I think that would be a very bad thing to ignore. 
like 80% of your movie. <laughs> hmm. I think you should probably interact with more of it than that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, comic book movies aren't really for... Um, they're not really... Yeah, they're not really there to tell a like a gripping narrative that's going to like change your views on things. It's just supposed to make you be like, yeah, punch him harder. He deserves it. Like, <laughs> Get him. Yeah, it's basically just like, ah, oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, Spider-Man, beat his ass. And then you're yeah. like, you feel justified. You're like, damn, look at that guy saving all of New York and also beat the shit out of somebody. That's what I would do if I had superpowers. Help people. You would save New York? Oh, right. No, right. not New York. Oh, God, I would let New York go away. I, I just would <laughs> save people. Like, God. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, no, I would save people by letting New York go away. That would be how I save people. <laughs> um, <laughs> the people in New York I would save, but I wouldn't save the city. Like, the city would go away. It would just be gone. Um, no more New York. That's how you... Yeah, yeah, that's how you have to save New Yorkers, is you have to get rid of the thing that's hurting them, which is New York. Um, so once that's gone, then they're saved. Uh, so that's it. The It's just... Uh, I... I, I'm curious because I remember like 5, 10, 15. How old are we? I remember years ago, back in the day, <laughs> when I was much younger than I am today. Uh, I remember when, when the comic book movies started coming out a little too much. And people were like, uh-oh, this isn't going to last very long. And then it's been like, it has to be a decade now. And people yes. are like, man, I can't wait for that brand new the superhero movie. And I'm kind of just sitting here scared. Like, oh my god, is this like still never escape. How is this working? It was all a lie yeah. the idea that anyone was worried. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like there was false false fear. I was I was I was tricked into believing that I was I was lied to about there being an actual time when we will return to a world without comic book movies. I was lied to about the promise of a better theater experience. Um Do you feel and betrayed? it's just never happening now. It's uh, no, not really, because I, I went and watched I, I've been watching a lot of other movies that aren't comic book movies. And I realized that like gasp. You can do not really anything in, in modern America. I wouldn't recommend it. I really don't. Don't please don't watch anything in theaters. Just don't interact at all with it. It's just a have you seen everything everywhere all at once? <laughs> no, I, I no it's good. I, Is that every, in theaters literally literally every time I've gone in the movie theater? I've I've sat up, walked out, and gone. Well, at least my partner had a good time because I wish I never came here. <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> it's just like why did I why did I even watch this thing? It was either not the it didn't give the intended response it wanted. I had to sit there hurting myself, not laughing out loud, or um, hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah, like I have to hold back laughing so much in a movie theater because it's rude. I don't want to like laugh while people are watching yeah, yeah. a movie in a quiet room but so like god damn every every time you watch a horror movie it's fucking comical it's like just watching a horror movie today is just like what how is this not hilarious every single time like i don't know i watched some horror movie and a woman pulled like a fucking pagan altar out of a box and then she just puts it down and keeps pulling stuff out of the box. Like, are you just going to ignore that? Who just has pagan idols in their fucking box? Like, just, we're just not going to touch it. And then she just comes back later and goes like, 
what is this idol doing here? You took it out and put it on the floor. It's your <laughs> idol. You didn't notice that? Did you just blindly pick up a statue of a naked guy doing the Bahamut st- like statue and like has a giant dick and you're just like, that's normal and just put it on the left and didn't give it a second thought until like ghosts appeared and then you're like, maybe this naked Bahamut statue might be the problem. I don't know. Oh, though. I, I don't even know. Like, where did it come from? Like, I I don't maybe put it in the fucking dumpster and then send it to the dump. And then the dumpster, the dump can be haunted by ghosts. Just get rid of the thing that you don't know what it is. It's not yours. Get rid of it. I love that. I I don't even know what movie you're talking about. That's the best part. It it doesn't even matter. That's not even the plot. You know what the plot is? The plot is you should have died when you were supposed to die. And if you have oh, guilt no. about not dying when you should have died, then don't because it's stupid. And like, thanks. Thanks, movie. I really needed that uh, reassurance here. I needed that to know that if part. I didn't die in a tragic accident, but other people did, that I shouldn't kill myself for being alive. Thanks, I guess. Yeah, I, I could have picked like a much better story to tell me this in. I don't know, maybe like with people overcoming trauma and not like, a lady thinking there's like ghosts in her house. I don't know, man. There's much no way. There, be a there's better not way to thinking. Do this. It, it's it's a horror movie, so there are ghosts in her house. So no, the ghosts are fake, but the demon oh, that's possessing it. her to make her kill herself is real because the demon had a promise that she would die if she survived, and so because she survived, the demon gets to haunt her and make her kill herself. Or make her want to kill herself, which is like really long conning it. Like you could have just had her die and then gotten the like I don't know, man. It was really convoluted. I think this devil really needed to like re- like workshop this strategy before he what pitched it to God. Who the fuck did he pitch it to to get her to live? Like this is such a weird. I don't I don't know. It it was a weird movie. It was funny <laughs> and stupid, and I had a, a I had a painful time not laughing out loud at it. Um, and. Yeah, and so that's most movies are like that to me. Most movies are just me uh, baffled that people just continue paying money for this experience and then leaving and going, man, I'm probably going to do this again and again and again. <laughs> like Horror movies why? are tricky. It's you, you, uh, Keith, you, you people. You, <laughs> you mentioned yeah. inter, uh, intergenerational trauma before. What was the, the movie you were talking about? It's uh, Russian Doll is a TV show that's two seasons long. Oh, right. And it's one of my favorites. Because I watched the last horror movie that I watched was. um, I forget the name. It's one where. uh, It's like a cult. I think I watched it on Keith's suggestion. I think maybe maybe somebody else. And I forget the name. Um, And it kind of sounded similar to the movie that you're talking about, Andrew but I don't know names or anything because I don't pay attention to anything. anything so G- great content for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really, really well, sending it home. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I forget. I, I'll, I'll figure it out. I, I know, but we can move to the next question if you want. I, I mean, we're like, we're like two hours in that. Oh, already? <laughs> I don't think we have time for the next question. We yeah, that... milk this question. We did I, a good job. I mean, it wasn't really the question. It was just no, yeah. a series of it's rants fair. happened, and I kind of just like watched <laughs> as it continued. 
<laughs> look at him. I'm just like, look at him go. <laughs> mm-hmm. This podcast made itself from my perspective. Free content. And, and at the end of the day, isn't that how it should always be? Yeah, I like not working. <laughs> Self-made podcasts. All right. Indeed. Send your dialogue choices. Yeah. Send your questions to dialogue choices podcast at gmail.com and we might ask them and then talk about other things for two hours. Mm-hmm. We answered can, them. We answered You the can question. be the one. Yeah. No, I gave a detailed answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You did a better job than we did. And, uh, <laughs> and then then two hours <laughs> happened. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.